Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we're going to be reviewing His Dark Materials Season 2, Episode 6, Malice. And today, of course, I'm joined by Griffin from Filmspeak joining me on this Season 2 journey of The Subtle Knife. How are you doing today, man? I am doing great. And I'm excited because today we found out that we're getting season three of the show, which I think a lot of us kind of assumed was going to happen. But it was also just like, yes, we're getting the season three. So we're going to be able to close this thing out with the Amber Spyglass. It's going to be great. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I was uh, watching Wonder Woman 1984 before this. So did you finish it? I'm, I'm, I'm an hour in. So because I got what the of- hell you can't just start that movie and then cut it off. What are you doing? Well, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to start this now. I didn't know what else to do. I, I mean, we, we do have season seven, I mean, episode seven sitting in our, in our inbox right now. That is true. That get, is true. I didn't want to get ahead of myself before us recording this. So I, I, I stopped at a, at a good point. Like I, I know exactly where I am. Uh. I mean, it's, it's a bit odd, but you know, watching it from home, but I'm, I'm actually enjoying myself a lot. This is, oh, I fucking nice. love. Love, 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 love Wonder Woman 1984. So I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I'm literally like maybe 57 minutes in. I'm loving it like 100%. Like, oh yeah. my God, it's yeah. it's great. I was like, oh my God, this this is definitely a, so far, it's definitely a step up from uh, Wonder Woman. Like, oh, you, you know, think so? I think so, so far, mm. so far. You know, I got, I got, I got what about, I think the movie's around, two and a half hours so i got like an hour and a half to go so yeah exactly i, I say yeah. this now so i i don't know what's going to happen in the future <laughs> it only gets I'm better kidding. it only gets better. okay that's all i'm gonna hey, say man, I, I believe you i believe you for sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh before we begin uh today's review we would like to thank hbo of course for allowing us to watch and review this series early for you guys even though you know you know we normally do this on mondays but hey you know life happens and you know we're we're here, and that's all that matters. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're getting um, and, one out. That's all that matters. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, and of course, um, everyone listening at home, you can listen to our podcasts on um, podcast services around the world, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Besides Sirius XM, we're not there yet, but we will be one day. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at film optics that is optics with an x so let's let's just jump in because yeah yeah holy crap what an episode like good episode yeah everyone's coming together like i was so giddy like i watched it twice because Mm -hmm. i loved it so much i mean i usually watch it twice anyway but i really really enjoyed this episode a lot of shock value i mean it i mean starts off with i was i was a little confused at first when uh, we first start off with the episode because of um, Will's hands, because they didn't right. really hint that it was getting worse, but yeah, I get that. I guess it, you know, it, it's been wrapped up for a while. So I would assume there was be some type of infection, which it kind of looks like it is, but it's not killing him. Yeah. It's it, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it could very well be, on its way to killing him but yeah i mean it was it was the infection caused by you know his entanglement with the guy and when he got the knife and everything and because yeah. the knife is magic it can only be cured 
by um, magic. And so that's when the witches come in and then the witches are like going to help him uh, heal himself and all that. And and I thought it was cool because it's like we've never actually seen Lyra and any of them interact with the witches before. I mean, I always like I, I, I kept forgetting that they hadn't interacted before. And I was like, oh, that's that's actually really nice. And like seeing how, um, you know, they were they were just sort of like going off of like bouncing off of one another and and whatnot and like them talking to to lyra about trying to be safe and it's like okay can you trust this guy and then lyra basically throwing her entire entire um you know faith and support behind will and saying like no listen he's supposed to go with me on this journey i need to i need to take him to his father and everything and then of course lee and uh jakari are like (laughs) on the or sorry japari (laughs) are like on their way there. It's like everyone's converging in on this city. Everyone is going in there. So. Yeah. And and it really puts things into perspective because, you know, when during the beginning of the season, you know, we see that Lyra and Will are in this, this strange city. And I keep thinking that the world is just the city, but, you know, obviously looking at it from this episode, like, no, this is, I mean, I knew it was an entire world, but it really like, I guess clicks in my head. I'm like, Oh wow. Like obviously yeah, this place is bigger than what we've come to believe because every single time they go back to like the city of magpies, it's only in that, you know, abandoned city. But now we've yeah. learned that the surviving, um, the, the surviving adults who from the, who are born in that world have like fled to the hills, but it was really nice um, th- that you mentioned that um, with Serafina Peckler, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she comes in and all all the kids from <laughs> from this abandoned town like come yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we're gonna, you know, go go kill Lyra. And then the witches come out of nowhere and it's like, Oh, oh my gosh, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's time to, you know, step off, whatnot. And it's it's kind of like that automatic trust, um respect between the witches. I mean, the witches know who Lyra is, but at, at this point it's like I, I feel like the witches obviously haven't given Lyra any reason not to trust her to trust them. But I feel like yeah. Lyra is somewhat of a trusting person because yeah, she, she is like- easily trust. Well, and she has this like fascination with, uh, the witches. And I think a lot of that kind of stems from the fact that they're very like strong, um, you know, free, uh, women, you know, that, that are able to operate, uh, in ways that she can't in her world. But it is also interesting because it's like the witches are sort of just brought out as like tools. It's like, okay, they're brought out to tell people the prophecy and to tell them things. And then they're also brought out to just like protect Lyra. They don't, we don't actually really know anything about them uh, too much other than like what we've been told by other people. And so it kind of makes them a little bit difficult to connect with at times, um, you know, at any time they're on screen, I kind of got, and I don't know if you feel this, this is just sort of what I happened, but every time they were on screen, I sort of got like the elves from Lord of the Rings vibe oh, where it's absolutely. just like, yeah, <laughs> which is, it. <laughs> well, it's, it's good and bad because I think they're interesting yeah. creatures and like they, they add a lot to the mythology, but like at the same time, they're very just like kind of empty in a, in a way just as like people. And so like, it's hard to kind of get behind them. They're just there to like, uh, convey exposition to like protect the prophecy or whatever and that's really all we're given of them and so I think that's sort of like 
it's not like an issue that I have with the witches. It's just sort of like when, you know, your lead character has this fascination with them. You would think that th- them as like creatures, as like people, whatever, would be uh, more interesting on screen, you know? Yeah, and I, I I do see where you're coming from because it's yeah outside of you know what we know about well, there isn't much to know and it's like with Lord of the Rings obviously you know there is obvious I'm sure there is more explanation within the witches in uh, the books um, but with the yeah with the elves and the uh, the high elves um in in the Lord of the Rings um, yeah. You know, there's the Samarillion, you know, there's an entire, I mean, Jay, I mean, uh, Tolkien built like this huge, huge world, like in depth. And, you know, there's, there's multiple books kind of tying back in to the, uh, the trilogy itself. But yeah, I, I see what you're coming from. Um, I, I just love it when they come on screen though, cause it's always super serious and I'm like, yeah. I just, I just love them. I don't know. It, it definitely brings that fantasy element in, which I know we've been uh, talking about a few episodes back that you had said, you know, you kind of wish that they weren't in Will's world as much. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this is, we're getting more of the fantasy elements at, at the tail end of this. Um, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent for sure. Which right. Is, which, which is great. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which, which is great. I'm glad that we're getting away from like earth. <laughs> you know just like going somewhere um else else and all that i i kind of i kind of want to go back to what you were saying about like will's wound and like not really knowing yeah. that he had it i think that was kind of another thing that we didn't really get a sense of was like the urgency uh yeah surrounding just, it yeah. it was sort of just like it just it was bro- yeah it just sort of <laughs> happened and was brought up in the episode to like slow lyra and will down in order to meet up with the witches and in order to meet up with all the other people in the next episode and whatnot. And so it just sort of felt, um, I don't want to say it was a plot convenience because I understand why it happened, but it, it was just sort of, uh, um, there was no urgency to it. It just kind of felt like it was there. Yeah. Cause like literally the first scene of this, ep- of this uh, episode, it's, you know, um, was laying in bed and I'm like, Oh my God, like what happened? I'm like, did something happened in episode five that i'm missing and i'm like oh it's his hand yeah, and I was thinking yeah. About it. like okay well i guess it would make sense but like i guess if they would have dropped like little hints along the way that like hey you know like my hand's bugging me or you know because before he was you know kicking ass and taking names that they were getting shit done like you know they 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 got the, they got the knife they you know duped uh boreal uh r.i.p by the way we'll talk about him in a little bit but um and you know they they went they skedaddled back into um, into the other world the the city of uh, the city of Magpie's world and it was like right great you know like we, we got the lithiometer and we got the subtle knife now it's finally time to go find Will's father yeah but yeah. it's yeah <laughs> it's it, it it was kind of weird that that is one little thing I'm like because I thought we missed something I'm like is there an episode missing or- oh yeah no dude same. Yeah, it was really, really strange the way it just sort of like happened. But like, I mean, again, this is that, that's like nitpicking like one yeah. thing to death about an overall like really exactly. solid episode. <laughs> um, but the, we, we didn't even talk about it at the beginning of the episode with the angels when they appeared. Oh, and like yeah. that was really that was really cool because then the witch the witches start, you know, doing their witchy thing when they're like, oh, yeah, the last time they were seen was to make war. And like if Azriel had angels, he can do anything. Um, yeah. And so obviously 
we're led to believe that the angels are going to be wielded or they're going to align themselves with Azrael and the rest of our heroes to take down and destroy the Magisterium, which also comes into play later on in the episode where the Magisterium, uh, the one guy, I forget his name, but the one guy comes back uh, to the, yeah, to the, the other Le- guy. Who lead, yeah. Read the alethiometer. Yeah. The yeah. He, he comes back to the, to the Cardinal and he, uh, tells him you know what what he what he went to go look up in the alethiometer and then he also tells him uh supposedly he tells them lyra's uh true identity which they keep teasing us with that and i know we'll probably get it eventually but um so yeah so and and now obviously they you know because of what he knows now um they they have like a kill order out on um uh Lyra. lyra well, again, they're just like <laughs> they're they're paranoid and they're afraid of the demise of their uh, entire operation. And so yeah. like, I, I would say actually a, a common sort of just like thread of this entire episode was the uh, was the line that like uh, Mrs. Coulter says, um, I think I think she says it uh, in a, a, after she uh, kills Boreal, I think, or maybe once she gets the. Um, uh, the specters, but she's like strength is salvation, and I think, I think that's after Boreal's. Death. Yeah, she's that, talking to like her her demon. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Fire. Yeah, and I think that that don't not that don't not only rings true just for her, and now she has like a a legion of like demons to control not like actual demons from the show, but you know what I'm saying, wraiths well or whatever <laughs> to to control. Uh, you know, she has that. Lyra has the witches and the lithiometer. Will has the knife um, and everything. And so everyone's sort of like stockpiling their weapons and everything. And like the uh, the magisterium has whatever the hell they're going to do. They're going to like kill her. And so it's everyone. I think th- the line is great because it's showing that, um, you know, the stronger you are, the more muscle you have just in terms of power, the the. I guess the more likely you are to win or your salvation or stuff like that. So it's just, it was an interesting motto uh, from her. And I, I think it, it, it was sort of like the through line of the episode strength and numbers. Yeah. I mean, and of course we have Lee Scoresby with the, with the shaman. Um. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> actually, yeah, exactly. You're right. I forgot about that. He's got the shaman who is, you know, Who can fly. Doing, <laughs> who's doing his thing. Andrew Scott is so interesting in this series. Cause it's just like, why is he the way he is? Like, how did he get like that? He's um, very like out there, mm-hmm. but he's like he's comforting at the same time. It's like you you see the you know the dynamic between him and Lim and Wow. It's like I mean it's it's great acting. You know they're bouncing off each other, and it's like you it feels like they've known each other for like a long time, and they like you know separated for a few years and just came back and kind of you know picked back up where they left off because yeah yeah he's like worried he's like worried he's not he's worryless like he's not worrisome at all he's kind of just you know it's like he knows what's going to happen but he doesn't at the same time right i don't know it's weird but yeah he's i mean he's definitely one of the more interesting characters just because of how mysterious he is but the thing i liked about this episode is we sort of we sort of uh broke a little into like the the hardened shell of this this just you know otherwise blank slate talking about like how he sort of like misses his family and he feels closer to to them by entering the new world i mean he has a job and a and a mission that he is on but like 
the thought of his family sort of running through his head and like him talking to uh, Lee about that. I thought was a really nice uh, character mm-hmm. moment. And it was, I, I think throughout this episode, and I guess throughout the entire season, there's really been a great uh, sort of through line of just like parents searching for their kids and uh, you know, no matter what the cost. And then like these, these kids longing for, uh, some sort of parental figure, you know, you have like people like Lyra who, who, who are like, they don't really want, um, they, they feel like they don't belong in the arms of their parents. And like, so does will to an extent, but then you've got these kids who are just like in this city abandoned and they just yeah. want like that, you know, the comfort and the guidance of a parental figure. And then you have like, the parents of the people who don't want the parental figures and they're all like, well, we want our kids. And so it's, I don't know. It is sort of like an interesting <laughs> thing going on there. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, now that you brought up, you know, the, the, uh, the orphans, uh, Mary comes into this episode as yeah, well. Mary with just, she's, I don't know what she is, but you know, she comes in and all the, uh, or- orphans are following her around. She's like, is she not like afraid of the specters? They're like, Oh, she's probably not from this world. And then, like, for a glimpse, while, you know, she's just kind of soaking in the environment that she's in. And, you know, she's out on the beach, you know, just just relaxing. She's this, this pure soul. And then, like, angel wings. Like, an angel yeah. like right yeah. behind her. Like, a glimpse of it. I was like, oh, there they are. I was, like, really, really excited. And Mary has, like, she just has that pure soul. Like, even you saw it in this episode, you know, yeah, when she yeah. runs into the orphans and she's like, you know, where are your parents? You know, the or- orphans are explaining, you know, what happened, like what the specters are. And they're like, you know, you can like tell us what to do if you want, you know, like tell us when to go to bed and boss us around. And then she feels like genuinely bad. Like the only like adult and one of the only adults in this entire series who actually, you know, cares about children. And yeah, she's like, yeah. you know, I don't want you guys going off on your own. Come with me. I was sent here to do something, but I don't want to just leave you alone. So come with me. And so we kind of get that nice little moment. You know, she's kind of just sightseeing, seeing what's yeah. going on. But I, I, well, I thought it was great. I think a lot of it just sort of comes from her being the outsider. And then we also saw like her domestic life in a couple of episodes um, and you know what she's capable of as a motherly figure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mary didn't have a whole lot to do this episode. She's obviously just sort of like converging yeah. on the mountain with everyone else, <laughs> which yeah. is basically what this episode was setting up. Um, but yeah, I'll be kind of curious to see what happens with her going forward in the, the next episode and everything. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what her role is as much as, I'm interested to see who Lyra's, what Lyra's real name is. Yeah. And because yeah. we kind of get like a glimpse of like the prophecy from, you know, we were talking about um, the Cardinal in the, in, in the Magisterium and they kind of like mention it saying that, you know, she's going to bring like this downfall and something about a serpent. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? I'm like, Oh, this is getting really, really good. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Um, yeah. What did you think of uh, Mrs. Coulter and like her basically wielding control of the specters? I mean, that was that was a great that was probably again, as every week with Ruth Wilson and Mrs. Coulter, the best scene in the episode was her walking towards the specters, uh, the just 
the look on her face and then how it also like was translated through her demon. It's like you could you totally understood like the range of emotions uh that was going on inside of her head. Uh and I mean again, Ruth Wilson is just so fucking good in this role. But that was such a powerful moment for uh Marissa, you know, when she's just there and she like basically is able to control the the, the specters and it's like it's it's everything that she's sort of been building towards this season, you know, coming from like a powerless state, regaining her own agency and power and like taking control with her own agenda instead of being like the, you know, messenger or errand boy for the or errand woman for, uh you know, the magisterium. Yeah, I I thought I, I would have to agree with you because I think that was definitely the best scene. Yeah, because when she's walking up, I'm like, okay, like, what is she going to do? Like, I mean, if she goes in there, like, obviously, you know, we've seen it before. Like, she's toast, and it's like, it's it's almost as if she put her mind in the same state that Lyra does in yeah. order to, um, you know, uh, uh, communicate with the lithiometer because, like you said, you know, her demons like in some kind of trance like first he's like growling and like you know kind of on edge and then he kind of just like reserves himself and he just like doesn't say anything he had miss sculter clearly she is shitting her pants because she doesn't know what's going to happen yeah and it's like yeah. it's it's kind of like hey let me try something like i know what these things are because of what boreal told me so she what did she say she said she removed the human like oh yeah yeah yeah. she removed the uh the the human she suppressed herself in order to control the specters which is what we always see uh through her demon and the way she treats herself and like you know by extension the way she treats her demon because they feed on what makes them human and like mrs coulter what she's able to do so well is just like be almost inhuman, you know, like or inhumane in a way. That's that's where that darkness kind of comes from. I mean, we we obviously I think what's great is like last week we saw such like a you know a, a, a sympathetic and um you know humanizing episode for the character, and like this week it goes straight back to her being that like ruthless psychopath, and so like again her having to suppress the human element of her in order to gain power kind of going back to that line that's like strength is salvation and it's Mm. sort of just like in order for me to get what i want or or in order for me to get see my daughter or whatever i need to be powerful and i need to mask my emotions um which i think is ultimately going to be her downfall because uh it's not strength that makes you powerful it's like who you are and what you're able to do with it right yeah because it's 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 like as soon as she sees Lyra, obviously she just she breaks down. Yeah, and like I mean, she was practically you know in, in episode five just practically giving her the lithiometer, like how Mando was giving the dark saber to Bo-Katan. He's like, here, take it, and <laughs> Bo-Katan's like, uh, yeah, sorry, I can't. But anyway, different series. But mm-hmm. I just found that kind of interesting there. But it's like. Sh- it's like Mrs. Coulter was just willing to just like, oh, like I'll give you anything you need, whatever, whatever. Like, obviously, yes, like that is her daughter. And yes, she does love her daughter. But, you know, like we've said before, um, when uh, Mrs. Coulter and Lee Scoresby were talking, you know, it's like, oh, like, well, I'm her daughter, I'm her uh, mother. And Lee's like, so like that doesn't really mean anything because mm-hmm. her, 
she she's she's all over the place and it's like i mean we we understand where she's coming from and it's like when she gets around certain people it's like her guard is just completely let down and then she has to kind of regather her whatever kind of husk she has Mm -hmm. and it kind of just goes back to you know strength and salvation and she's very determined like extremely determined to obviously find lyra and she knows of this prophecy and there's something about this prophecy she doesn't like which we don't know what it is well that's that's the thing i mean obviously you have the magisterium on one side and then you have like lyra and like her band of friends on and and like the angels and Azrael and whatever on the other side uh then you have sort of mrs coulter in the middle who's very conflicted which is why she's the most interesting character um because she's kind of got a toe in both sides so uh yeah it'll be it'll be kind of curious to see like where she ultimately goes going forward um but yeah but then she kills boreal she she poisons <sighs> boreal which honestly i mean he deserved it he was kind of like a sleazy uh a guy oh, yeah. anyways but it was also like a it was just one of those things where it's like he th- he thought he had her he thought he knew her he was like oh we're equals and like the second he said that, I was sort of just like, you don't, you don't get it. You're a pawn here, buddy. And then she just kind of <laughs> looks at him and she's just like, you've never been my equal. And it's like, oh, it's wow, so good. Wow. Again, say, just, as soon as, as soon as Boreal saw, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, as, as soon as Boreal saw her, like control those specters, he, he should have known he was done for. Like that look on her face. I'm like, all right. She didn't need him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This woman is not fucking around. Like, let's <laughs> let's get something straight here. It's like maybe be on your P's and Q's just a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was the best line he could have said. Like, oh, I see you as my equal. Like the the trials and tribulations she's had to go through, the things that she's witnessed this series. I mean, this season with especially with with Mary and you know, going to, I guess, our world and seeing how women are treated in that world versus her own. For Boreal to say, um, you know, I see you as my equal kind of probably rubbed her the wrong way, but I think she was going to kill him either way. So, Well, she had no use for him, but then I think that also kind of like tipped her hand because it was interesting because it's like he's he was so like just disillusioned to everything you know, he yeah. thought that like he was he was going in there and doing stuff, but it was like really she was the one who employed him to go in there. She sent him into the world in order to retrieve information or whatnot so that the Magisterium could use it to fight against uh you know, whatever. But like and so for him to say that was just like it was a kiss of death. <laughs> yeah. I uh I, I I've I can't say I feel bad for him like 100 percent, but like there's like a little bit of sympathy because it's like oh you know she she gave him a little smidge and i was like oh, oh i mean she, she i mean she's ruthless and so it's like in that yeah. regard it's like oh yeah i guess you know i kind of feel bad for you but at the same time it's like eh, you kind of had it coming yeah at the same time it's like yeah he's definitely like he he's literally obviously he's been you know out for himself this entire time i mean so is mrs coulter it's almost as if you know she just used him to get to lyra because as soon as he said oh yeah like i ran into your daughter her ears perked up and that's when earlier in the um in the season when she was talking to the magisterium they're like oh like where are you going she's like oh i found something far more valuable yeah and you know she's doing her own thing and it's like you know she's she's a bloodhound you know she's 
she's sniffing around just trying to get an edge over someone else and you know just uh wreaking havoc um, yeah yeah either intentionally or unintentionally i guess but man this is a crazy crazy episode oh then, no you know for sure um and we also see i think this is around like the last scene of the uh series uh where we have lee and um will's father uh, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. scott they're they're going well I, I guess it kind of bounces back to where you know we have well um you know the witches they've done what they can in this world and um seraphina peckler says we need to return to our world to you know like you said earlier in order in order to like heal a magic wound only magic can cure it and so it seems that they are definitely going home but at the same time you know Will's asking, like, where's my father? He must be close. And the lithiometer is like, oh, you know, you got to look up. And yeah. uh, Andrew Scott and Lee Scoresby are falling down. I'm assuming they're going to kind of, you know, within the season finale, they're going to kind of obviously all come together or maybe the crash land next to them or near them or something. I really don't know. Magisterium- yeah, well, they're, I mean, they're, they're balloon because the magisterium also, you know, is converging on them and everything. Uh, yeah. So they shot them down and I assume next episode we'll pick up with them, uh, you know, crashed and then maybe uh, reuniting with, Probably. you know, the, the rest of the allies and stuff. But yeah, I mean, need, needless to say, I think we're going to have a pretty action packed finale with the Magisterium showing up with Mrs. Coulter wielding the specters with Lyra and will, you know, on the mission that they're on and the witches are there. I think it'll be, it'll be a really, really big episode. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am too. I mean, especially Andrew Scott summoning all those, uh, <laughs> those crows or whatever, yeah whatever kind of bird i was like okay i guess birds can like destroy airships now i don't know what was going on but it was yeah. kind of cool to see oh sure so. it's it's always great to see uh japari <laughs> just doing his shaman things <laughs> he was like oh he's like he's oh they were like trying to make uh what was it coffee and Lee yeah Scorby's, he's like oh like i'm not sure you can some can you summon up some fire he's like hold on and he's grabs the matches <laughs> yeah it, it was funny because like earlier he was saying he's like oh he's like i can fly he's like can you fly he's like well i summoned you here yeah 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 <laughs> i thought that was just a nice little you know little banter back and forth yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah man we have one more episode to go man it feels very exciting it, feels like it's, I, it, it is i feel like it's i don't want to say it's too short it's just Maybe because I watched the first five episodes, like back to back to back to back to back. And it's like, okay, you know, there's two more episodes left, but I didn't know how many episodes were in the season. I couldn't find it for the life of me. Like I said, a few episodes ago, I had to like dig around. I had to do some digging for this. I was like, oh, okay, it's seven. And the last title, I don't know what it is. Some kind of weird hieroglyph. I don't know what it translates to, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> well, you find out means. and you let me know. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to it. Seven seven episodes. So it's only one episode less than last season, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. Hopefully next season is, is like eight episodes or so. But I am, uh, again, this show is continuously uh, consistent, exciting, great characters, great writing, great music, all sorts of stuff. I mean, it is just... Um, it is one of the most solid series of television I've ever watched, like consistently week to week. So yeah, I I'm, I'm loving it. 
Yeah, I mean, apparently my mom is too. Like, literally, she is like, oh my god! Like, she's been watching season one. Like, yeah. she is. She's on episode eight. She's like, oh my god! I was like, what? Now, now you're just like the biggest like his Dark Materials fan. Oh, you, you, are you gonna go read the books or something? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so I guess I turned her on to that. She rarely ever watches anything new besides this and Lovecraft Country. But I was like, I was surprised that she started watching stuff on HBO again. So. I was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, um, I guess that pretty much concludes this review. We pretty much tackled all the main points there. Of course, Griffin, as always, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and talking shop for his dark materials. Of, and of course. course that concludes- yeah. Um, yeah. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh, um, no, no, no. You're but- okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm sorry i did not mean to cut you off i've it's been a long day for me um yeah like so yeah that yeah see Halloween, holidays around the corner so you got buying everybody's gifts and whatnot it's crazy but that does uh conclude today's review uh thank you all for listening at home of course don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast um on the platform of your choosing of course make sure to check out the other shows on the drive-in podcast network over on the music city drive-in website at musiccitydrivein.com the link will be in the description of this podcast and of course as always griffin let the people know where they can find you online what's coming up on your channel what what exciting things are you doing to cap off the year for your channel yeah, well, you can find me on Twitter at Griff Schiller, and you can check out the Film Speak channel. I just dropped a top five uh, Christmas movies, uh, t- top five best Christmas movies uh, video on my channel, ranking uh, you know our favorite holiday films with uh, with Sean Chandler. And um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll have some other stuff down in in the pipeline, but uh, maybe maybe that's better saved for for next week. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally understand, man. You know, everyone's. Everyone's taking their hiatuses, you know, I think between this and then, of course, episode seven and then our Wonder Woman 1984 review, I think those are, and of course, this episode, I think those are like the last three things we're doing this year. And, you know, we're going to take our nice little two week break and, you know, kind of uh, just enjoy ourselves, you know, watch, watch the things we've been meaning to watch all, all year. You know, a lot of things get put on the back burner. You want to enjoy things with friends, uh, your family and uh, friends and family during the holiday season so um yeah for everyone out there we hope you have a happy holiday season of course and uh stay safe out there if you are traveling to go home to visit family of course um that was griffin my name is christian and we will see you guys in this season tomorrow.